uh, schools need dads and father figures to be involved in the lives of children at school. And some dads don't feel welcome, if I can be really honest. Uh, dads don't know their role in school sometimes. Uh, once they stop coaching their kids or doing some other activities in the community, uh, they, they, they sometimes lose that community-based role around their children. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start Ed Up podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. I'm excited today to have on Darren Gray. He is one of the founders of the All Pro Dad. One of the reasons why I wanted to do this is that I discovered All Pro Dad kind of late in the game, and I have had a thoroughly good time kind of enjoying just talking with my son and sh- like showing that vulnerability and, and that loving side that sometimes dads don't get the opportunity to, to do. And and also uh, wanted to talk to him about some of the misconceptions of All Pro Dad um, and just be able to kind of talk about the role of the father in the school and also in your child's life. So um, this is by no means to diminish the role of the mom in the school. Uh, obviously, they are uh, extremely important. Um, but I, I felt that uh, I wanted to provide this time to talk about dads and, uh, you know, us stepping up and, and possibly being a, a, there for our kids even more. Uh, in and out of school life as well. Uh, as always, we thoroughly appreciate you guys recommending the show. The growth has been because of so many people sharing and also because you guys are starting to recommend more guests as well. And Darren came recommended to us, and I thoroughly appreciate that. Also, we get a chance to talk about Tony Dungy. I had a side story. I couldn't help myself. I really like Tony Dungy being an Indianapolis native. Um, but we got to share a little bit of that and also just the direction that All Pro Dad is headed into. So, without further ado, Darren Gray. All right, now we are joined by Darren Gray, one of the co-founders of All Pro Dad. Darren, thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure to be here. All right, so for those people that don't know All Pro Dad, go go give me the origin story on how all this started and how you got involved. Well, All Pro Dad was started uh, with the help of retired NFL head coach, Tony Dungy, along with one of my closest friends and colleagues, Mr. Mark Merrill, who is the president of Family First. Uh, That's a national uh, family equipping organization based in Tampa, Florida, doing national work, helping to equip families with great family resources to provide family and marital resources on an ongoing basis. Mark linked up with Tony Dungy. Uh, in 1997, and Tony and uh, Mark had the idea to run a program at the Bucks training camp, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For your uh, listeners that may not be familiar with Tony, he's on Sunday Night Football now and is widely regarded as one of the most uh, notable Christian sports journalists in the world. Uh, but that aside, they formed this alliance around a program that they ended up calling all pro dad. Uh, and uh, at the Bucks training facility, they had been averaging about 300 people per day at the training camp. Uh, but the day that they ran this first fateful all pro dad event, they had almost 4,000 people show up. Dads and kids were equipped. A mission was born. And uh, Tony writes about this for your listeners that might have read his book, uh, best selling book called Quiet Strength on page 199. Tony tells a little bit about this story and 
how All Pro Dad was formed, but uh, it's uh, 20 years in the making. I didn't enter the picture. I wasn't one of the founders. I didn't enter the picture until 2002 uh, when I was the general sales manager at the Indianapolis Star, and I got a phone call from the Indianapolis Colts that shared with me that Tony wanted to bring his programming from Tampa to Indianapolis because he was uh, then the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And at that time, I got excited. I was inspired by Tony. Uh, we went to bat for the organization. We uh, provided some uh, resources, both in terms of cash and in-kind media support. Uh, and that that uh, resourcing helped to bring All Pro Dad from Tampa to Indy. Uh, and then a few short laters, uh, a few short years later, I had the uh, distinct uh, honor and privilege to leave my role at the Indianapolis Star and to help All Pro Dad scale across the country. And we began working with NFL players, coaches, and alumni to speak out about what it means to be a real man, a father, a man of substance, and All Pro Dad. Uh, and we began building this school-based program that is now called the All Pro Dads Day chapter system, of which there are 1,400 chapters meeting in schools on a systematic basis across the world. So it's really fascinating, uh, and I'm thrilled to have played a small role over the last decade in helping to build that. Yeah. So is it any coincidence then when Tony started this, he was in Tampa and he reached out to some guys from Indianapolis and then not just long afterwards, Tony was in Indianapolis. So that's, that's convenient. Um, but I, I've seen this explode and, and as a teacher and as a dad, um, I've seen a lot of schools uh, have like pre, you know, morning all pro dad events. Uh, obviously, you know, one of the reasons why you're on this podcast is that, you know, I, I deal a lot with educators. I'm an educator myself when when did you guys make the decision hey we're going to go straight after the schools and try to try to work with dads there well it was born out of a tragic situation if i can share with your listeners uh right here in indianapolis at cathedral high school of all places there was a father his name is bill bismeyer and bill lost a son due to a tragic incident uh, and the following day after the loss of his son, Bill pledged that he never wanted to miss an opportunity to show his love and high regard for his other children. And so he started what he called Dad's Day uh, at what was then called Hilltop Restaurant, a few blocks from Cathedral High School. And we learned about that program. And uh, we, as a national uh, a family organization, uh, Family First and, and All Pro Dad, you know, we were already marching down a path to build all of these online resources and tools uh, with, at the time, the world's most widely read fatherhood email called the Play of the Day. It still uh, is that. That is still the case with it, and your listeners can sign up at allprodad.com. But the point of your question was, how did we align ourselves with schools? Uh, we heard about what Bill was doing. Uh, we began providing resources and equipping around what he was doing. He was the first chapter. Zionsville High School was the second chapter. And then one right after the next uh, slowly began to build and grow. And uh, over the last, uh, 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 what, 12 years now of the chapter-based system, we found a very fertile soil uh, because there's a, a need. Uh, schools need dads and father figures 
to be involved in the lives of children at school. And some dads don't feel welcome, if I can be really honest. Uh, dads don't know their role in school sometimes. Uh, once they stop coaching their kids or doing some other activities in the community, uh, they, they, they sometimes lose that community-based role around their children. Maybe they don't feel comfortable uh, at the PTA or PTO meeting because they're largely attended by moms. And that's a great place. And dads are welcome there. We know that to be the case. We have a national alliance with PTA. We love them. However, uh, these All Pro Dads Day breakfast chapters were a really great place for us to build relations between fathers, father figures, and kids, uh, and also get dads into the schools. And I tell you what, when dads go to school, good things happen. Uh, so yeah. I'll tell your listeners more about what we do at the chapters uh, as we have time this morning. But that's a quick snapshot of how that snapshot of how that alignment happened and how we've been growing. Uh, at such a rapid pace. Yeah, you, you said a lot of things that I want to kind of unpack. Uh, number one, um, I agree. Uh, so I've seen both sides. I, I, I deal a lot um, with with some schools that they, they're begging for dads to be more active. And, and um, ironically enough, I had met Tony, gosh, it's been several years ago, and he'd start talking about you know his upbringing. And he thought every everybody had a dad like him. And he yes. was, he was bothered by the fact that he had, you know, in college and, and afterwards dealing with so many guys that had never met their dads and, um, and that he wanted to do something about it. And I, and I rarely do I get starstruck, um, because celebrities just don't do a whole lot for me. Uh, so just on a side, I'm a fan of Tony note, um, listening to him talk about that journey uh, amazed me. Matter of fact, also side note, I'll never forget this. Um, it, I was at a, uh, uh, like a ceremony because we had done some mentoring and there was like a family award that year. And, and fortunately enough, the lady that we worked with, Eva, if you're listening to this, uh, miss you. Um, but, uh, our mentee was awarded. And so that, that year, Tony was the speaker and, um, there was three award recipients. And so he went to each table and said, you know, after he gave this eloquent speech on, on being a dad and what it means, um, he went over each person's table. And so he met Eva and he's like, Oh, this is, you know, this is one of my mentors. This is Don. Oh, great to me. And I'm like, Hey, what you said about teachers. Thank you. And he's like, are you a teacher? And I said, yeah, actually I am. And he says, Oh my gosh, did you miss a, a, a school day for this? And I go, actually, I'm out of here. I said, I, because this was a brunch. This was like an early morning thing that they had. And I said, I'm leaving here in a, in a, in a little bit and, and heading back. I only took a half day. And this, this says everything about Tony Dungy. He said, do you have like a speaker phone at your desk? I'm, I'm like, this is probably 2006. And, and I said, uh, yeah. He says, let's call your class. <laughs> I, I didn't ask for it. I didn't say, he just said, let's call your class. So <laughs> he, I gave him, I, I gave him my cell phone and, and uh, you know, Tony being Tony, he's like, Hey, I just want to let you know that your teacher's here helping out a lot of people and just, just start saying nice things. And then what it was to, you know, be a person of character. I've just, everything you'd probably, I mean, you obviously know Tony really well, but everything you'd expect from Tony. So that was my little side story. I, I, to this day, I think, boy, um, the world needs a little bit more Tony Dungy, but back to your point, sorry, I had to get that fan boy moment out of the well. way, but, but he, you know, he, you were saying, and, and say, was he like, we have done this, um, 
and I'm just, I'm going to probably lay it out in line and hopefully either show my vulnerability or take some criticism. I think we've marginal, <laughs> I think we've marginalized the dad. Uh, and I, and I don't think it's necessarily intentional, but that whole Phil Dunphy, the dad is aloof and goofy and doesn't know anything. And the dad is disinterested. And, and, and Hey, I know plenty of dads like that. I mean, if that's, if, if we're a little bit guilty, okay, fine. But we, we need to have dads step up because I see a lot of hurting children because they're, they didn't, I hate to say this, they didn't fulfill the role. And, and that's one thing I love about uh, All Pro Dad. This is one of the reasons why I, I wanted you on is because, you know, I go to these events. I love the fact that I can, you know, have my seven-year-old in my lap and then start off the morning affirming him. I, I love that. And I love being in the company of dads that are also not ashamed to be loving and, and supportive. And uh, man, I, <laughs> dads out there, we, we, we need this. We need this bad. Well, first of all, I love your story about Tony's act of kindness uh, and it wasn't a random act of kindness. It was a very intentional act of kindness because he knew that you were sacrificing in order to serve your own family and serve the community and have this community-based role around fatherhood, et cetera. So it was a kind gesture, uh, intentional in, in, uh, in kind, where he then called your class. I've witnessed that with Tony and countless other NFL players and coaches and alumni that seek not to serve themselves, but make the service of others the higher priority. And these are the kind of values that we're trying to impart across America. And we know that fathers are not all all pro dads. And quite frankly, when we say that phrase, all pro dad, we understand there's brokenness in the world. You know, we understand that there's divorce, there's hardship, there's poverty. Uh, there are certain conditions that, uh, that exist. But if a man decides, and that could be an uncle, a grandfather, a father figure, a big brother, a coach, a teacher, if a, a man decides that he wants to take an active relationship or take an active role in helping a child, that's what we're talking about when we mean, uh, when we say all pro dad. And the, the stats are very, very clear from the Department of Justice. You know, 75% of adolescents with chemical abuse. Uh, come from a fatherless home. Uh, you know, they're 10 times greater to have opioid addictions, right? 85% of all youth in prison come from fatherless homes. That's not an indictment against those kids. Those kids didn't have quite the same uh, support system that a child that grew up in a home with an intact family, uh, a father and a mother. And there are, I always have to couch this and, and, and say, look, there are plenty of great single dads leading their kids and there are plenty of great single moms uh, raising great, happy, well-adjusted uh, children. And, and we love and appreciate them uh, more than you can imagine. But our unique calling in the world is to say, okay, dads, it's time to step up. Here's why. Here's some role models that you can look up to. Hey, some of them happen to, you know, play a special game that we call NFL football. And if you lean in and tune into them a little bit more, great. Uh, if not, that doesn't even matter. Uh, we just want to point you in the right direction and then give you the resources 
to back it up? What are the behaviors that fathers need to uh, act upon to be great fathers? Because real dads help their kids with homework. Real dads take their kids to school sometime. Real dads, right, step in and are involved in an active way in the life of their child academically, athletically, socially, spiritually, like in all the dimensions that help to lead to happy, healthy, well-adjusted children. And, and it's not easy, but it's worth it. Uh, and that's uh, what we mean when we say all pro dad. Can't agree even more. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, so <laughs> all like all of a sudden, uh, you, you know, you, you prototype this, it starts off in central Indiana, which I'm partial to. <laughs> um, but now like, w- give me some numbers. Uh, what kind of numbers are you in, in schools, states? Um, has this been a slow burn or has it been a wildfire? Well, it depends on your perspective. Um, you know, we've got about 80,000 dads and kids that come together on a monthly basis across the world because we have chapter in Jamaica, we have chapter in South Africa, we have a, a chapter in Canada. So we're just watching the, the growth of this program and then pouring the fuel into it in terms of the, the resources, the curriculum, the call center, all the supports. Uh, that that a system like that requires and the resources uh, that that requires. But, you know, over the last 12 years, we've seen a nice growth trajectory. And we're just uh, so pleased uh, to see this stable base uh, of fathers uh, that are going into uh, schools. And then in many cases, caring for not only their own kids, but their neighbor's kids. And that's really the moral mandate uh, that lies beyond that of being a good father to your own children, but caring for your neighbor. And uh, that transcends all religions. That transcends uh, uh, all spiritual guidelines. That's just something that as Americans and as world citizens, we need to do take care of each other. And uh, that's uh, uh, what, what it is that we're doing. And we've been growing uh, in a, with a steady trajectory uh, uh, for the last 20 years at All Pro Dad, but with the school-based system that you're most keenly interested in, that's about 12 years. 1,400 chapters, uh, 46 states, uh, and quite a few foreign countries and provinces. Um, yeah. so, so one of the other factors uh, in dealing with schools is obviously the recruiting of the dads, just to get them. Yep. What What is that process, you know, like, when you just start a chapter, I mean, because like the chapters that I've seen uh, around my area, they're they're growing and they're growing fast. But those first um, like adopters, so to speak, I'm assuming that that's the probably the the easiest way is through the grade schools. You got it. Uh, uh, elementary school is absolutely our sweet spot, which is interesting that the first two chapters were in high school at at Cathedral High School and at Zionsville High School. Uh, but uh, the f- most fertile ground is where it should be. Uh, dads need to be involved early, and they need to be involved often. Uh, and so we just give a systematic way for that to happen. And it's not been without its challenges. There are school administrators that we've heard from that say, we're not sending a janitor in early to open up the, the school. That had cost us an extra 75 bucks. Or, hey, we've had other folks go, we don't have ample parking for what you're doing. There's other folks that have said, hey, we have other father organizations uh, in, in the organizations. And when we encounter that, we try to team up with them, partner with them, forge alliance. We have no ownership 
of what it means to be a great dad. We just happen to be a brand around which people can organize. And we have curriculum, videos, systems, discussion cards, and strategies that help to make it really simple. And when it's simple, it's sustainable. Uh, and I'll say that again to your listeners, because my hope is that this system of uh, that simple and sustainable is going to capture the attention of some of your listeners. They're going to log on to www.allprodad.com. They're going to click on find a chapter near me, or they're going to click on start a chapter, uh, and then they can be resourced. They can start their own chapter, because really this belongs in every single elementary and middle school in America, and then certainly in the high schools uh, 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 where, where it's wanted. Uh, it, it would be a great compliment uh, to the dad's clubs and the other things, uh, oftentimes organizing around sports uh, uh, at, at the high school level, you know, the dad's club that helps to organize. And those are awesome. We love that we team up with a lot of them. But right. uh, sports is not uh, the, the high purpose. The high purpose is relationship between father and child uh, and, and ultimately helping to build stronger communities. So uh, uh, hopefully that'll give your listeners an idea of what it is that uh, uh, they can do to get involved and to learn more about what All Pro Dad is all about. Yeah, and just from my outsider's point of view, I've 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 got a child in every school. I've got a high schooler, a middle schooler, and a <laughs> preschooler. Um, and it's in. Uh, to be honest with you, when I first started, um, I thought it was a father son thing, and yes. I liked it because I was corrected because when I when I first got because my only I was introduced to this. Uh, you know, in the last couple of years and the only child I had, uh, it was up to the elementary school. And quite frankly, fitting this into my school schedule as a teacher is darn near, it's, it's tough. Let's just put it that way. But um, I make time for it. But I also like the fact that I've seen a lot more dads bring their daughters there. So, uh, you know, if there's ever is a misconception, it's not a father-son thing. It is a father-child thing. But back to your point, I've also seen the high school, and and, and I think this is just a comfort level probably with relationships you know when when you're emotionally vulnerable uh it seems as though it's easier for dads to be emotionally vulnerable it's easier as an elementary thing and then when you work your way up the food chain you know your son or daughter doesn't find you as cool anymore when they're 16 um you know it obviously the the turnout wasn't as robust but i will say the the level of candor and understanding uh, at the high school level was 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 great, but yeah, I would I would definitely agree. As a high school teacher, um, it's absolutely great, like you said, to start early, but also like you said, to go often. And uh, a lot of high school kids I know at the high school level, they need you. Um, you know, they need to know that you care and and uh, and support them. And and I think that's that's something that I'm also. Um, really king on and and also and i promised jamal i'd say something um what we do here at the podcast i i do a lot of educational work with start ed up and one of the guys that's on our team is is jamal ironically enough he's from tampa um but jamal crook is the same way he's he's really any chance he gets trying to encourage um guys to be dads and uh and and that shows in his work and and it's just such a our job as teacher is easier um, when dads want to be there. So that was, 
that was my shameless plug. <laughs> that was my all pro dad moment is that, yeah, we see it too. And, and I think that um, educators will agree uh, when the dad's involved, it, things just are a little different. And that's not to say, like you said earlier, that is not to say a single mom that is doing it on her own is, is not doing a great job. They are it's saying, it's not saying and a single dad is not getting help from the mom that that's not, they're not doing a great job. They are. But I, I've seen too many kids that don't have any relationship with their father. And I, I just, I see a pain and, and I see a, a you know, a, a longing that they wish that were different. And that's, you know, I always feel bad that I have to be this specific because I don't want to offend because there is a lot of single moms out there. And, and, and I'm just, you know, just pointing out that for sure, um, I would, I would love to encourage more men to, to rekindle that relationship with their child. Well, uh, our, as an educator, when you say our job is easier when dads show up, uh, paraphrasing, yeah. uh, but that is, that is just the God's honest truth. And I'm not sure why more parents aren't listening to that and why moms aren't tapping their, their, their dad or the, the, uh, the, the, whether custodial or non-custodial for their kids and saying, you know what, here's something you can do to create an intentional interaction with your child that will pay dividends, whether it's in the car on the way home from the chapter or whether it's at the chapter, or it's the relationship that you build with other fathers or educators while you're there. I mean, there's just so much richness that happens when people come together and they do it for the sake of another. Uh, and uh, we just have seen great things happen. We are so appreciative of all the schools that have uh, welcomed us and opened the doors and uh, made us feel very much at home in their school. And it's interesting, uh, and you'll get this because I'm sure your school is similar. You know, many, most of the schools we meet in the school cafeteria. That's not the case with all of them, but most of them. And so at the tail end of most of our chapters, we end up getting the Title I students coming for their free breakfast. Uh, and so we're trying to make a point, and, and, and this is not an indictment, but I'm just calling out a cultural trend that I see. Can I, can I be honest with your uh, uh, listeners? The cultural trend that I see is some of these young people uh, 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 probably may not have a father figure, uh, uh, a certainly intact family uh, the statistics support that. And so we're continuing to make efforts uh, in schools where free and reduced lunch is present, which means there's a higher rate of poverty, which means there may be then a higher rate of fatherlessness and working to build alliances with father and mentoring organizations uh, uh, like I do here in Indianapolis with a great guy named Jeff Newman at the Indiana fatherhood coalition so that he can help bring in mentors to serve as a mentor and father figure uh, to the kids that don't have a child, to the young people that may not have uh, an intact family. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, just such an important uh, piece of work. I'm thrilled that uh, men like you are making this a priority in your media, in your podcast. Uh, in in how it is that you are living your life out as a, a father uh, and as a friend in the community. And I just appreciate you uh, letting me uh, share a little bit about this story about All Pro Dad and continue to 
uh, build the bridges and inspire your listeners to uh, uh, get involved. And if not with our organization, get involved with many of the other father-serving organizations out there and see if you can help make a difference. No, I appreciate that. And for that matter, I guess we can now point them to some more resources. Uh, Darren, tell them where they can find more, one, about you and, and how they can contact you if they want, and also more information about All Pro Dad. Yeah, so my uh, social handle uh, on Instagram and on Twitter is at All Pro Dad Leader. Uh, so if you just compress All Pro Dad and Leader, you can track me down. You can hit me up with a direct message and and uh, get in touch with me that way. And I speak and lead and teach around the country in and around family leadership and other forms of boardroom leadership. And if your listeners are interested uh, in, in how to do that better, uh, please, by all means, track me down. But as it relates specifically to All Pro Dad, it's super simple, allprodad.com. Uh, get started that way. I would be a remiss if I didn't again mention the founder of Family First, that's Mark Merrill, and Mark and his wife Susan, uh, uh, since in uh, 27 years of that Family First has been in existence, have a wide array of family resources, of which there's also a dynamic motherhood program, which we don't have time to talk about today, but that's imom.com, so your mothers or mothers-to-be uh, can log on and learn a little bit more about iMom and how iMom can support your unique uh, needs as a as a mother and as a wife and as a, a caregiver and uh, support uh, to your family. Uh, but allprodad.com is the short ample short answer to your question, and I look forward to uh, 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 continuing our relationship and seeing what we can do to support your good work uh, through this podcast. Well, Darren, thank you so much. It was gracious of you. I, I sincerely appreciate you coming on and talking to me a little bit about or sharing with the audience a little bit about All Pro Dad and all the things we do. Uh, your your honesty and candor is is appreciated. Uh, but man, keep on with the good work. Uh, send our best to Tony as well. Uh, we miss him here in Indianapolis. And uh, <laughs> just, just continue, man. I, I sincerely love what you guys are doing. Well, thank you for your kind words. Uh, it's not about me. It's about raising up great fathers, and therefore the natural byproduct is raising a better uh, uh, America, a better world, uh, and it's, a, it's an honor to do the work, and uh, thank you for having me on today. All right. Very good. All right. There you go. Special thanks to Darren Gray of All Pro Dad. Again, check out all the stuff from the links below. Love this because I am pretty passionate about this. As a father myself, I enjoyed uh, chatting with Darren. If you want more information, please reach out and contact him. And as always, we are growing because you guys are spreading the word, and I sincerely appreciate that. And also, when you guys recommend potential guests, that is awesome as well, and we thoroughly appreciate that. All right, other than that, thank you so much for listening. This is Don Wetrick reminding you again that opportunities are everywhere. We'll see ya.